0: Good morning, Millennials! Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Monday. I hope everyone had an amazing weekend. This is an exciting day here. It's a Monday. It's raining, but
1: we're not letting it get us down! No, you guys, today is such an exciting day. Obviously, at the Morning Toast, it's always an exciting day, and we find some reason to get excited. To feel happy to be alive. But... This morning, the first shipments of a vaccine went out out of Michigan. There's a video that was on TikTok that just got me in my feelings, like all these trucks leaving the facility, the Pfizer facility, like shipping out all the vaccines so that the healthcare workers can get them. And it's all these different trucking companies like UPS, FedEx, and then the other trucking companies. Yeah, the other ones, DHL. It was just like so heartwarming. It's been such a difficult year and just like, To see that the end is near, like, I can't explain the feeling. So uh, the video just got me in my feels, and I'm just feeling grateful and excited and optimistic. glory be the God, yeah. I mean... I'm not going to get the vaccine till like, April. Right. No, it's, it, it's all So I'm not excited ho- for me. It's all on the horizon for us. I'm excited for everyone who's Who been putting their it. life down the line this entire time that we'll be getting a, getting a vaccine this week. Like, they have times and dates. No, it's, it's so here. crazy. And I'm so excited. Just, like, I think, like,
0: now, safely, we can start just, like, thinking about Making life returning plans. to normal. Yeah, and, like, maybe going to a concert next year. Like, at first, it was so uncertain because, like you really didn't know when the vaccine would be like in people's arms. But now it's like they're going to be in people's arms this week and for the next like six to nine months. And I just think we can now start seeing a world beyond COVID. We're not there yet, but we, we can now safely... Cautiously start thinking about it and envisioning it. And that is fucking exciting. And that's
1: just the sort of news and optimism we need to end this year. And that's why 2020 is just going to be different because there is hope is in the air. 100%. And we were saying before, like, you know... 2021. 2021, you know, I don't want to get everyone's hopes up because
0: it's, yes, technically a different year, but things could be just as shitty. But now I'm feeling... Like, I feel like when the clock strikes midnight on December 31st, like, we are going to be a different planet.
1: Yes, but I also think... That, uh, yes and no. There's the optimism in the air, but, like, for a city like New York, like, now indoor dining is closed. Like, restaurants are going out of business, ones that had survived up until this point. So, like, it is still sad, but we have a vision on the – on the horizon. Hope is all you need. And I have hope today. Yeah. No, it's it's a good day, even though it's like so rainy. And oh. by the way, when it rains in our studio, like it looks like it's 8 p.m. But yeah. we're recording at the same time as always. So just it's know that. It's 10.30 in the morning. Yeah. well, wow, I'm feeling really annoying today. Yeah. Like nice and sing-songy, but also like not singing any good songs. Okay, Jackie, your negativity is not no, going to get no, in my like, way, wh- I, my, wh- way <laughs> my way, my way. I I want you to sing some good ass songs. That's what I'm doing, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Um, No, I'm just like, I got a lot of sleep over the
0: weekend. And I didn't really, like, I've been drinking so much, like, every weekend consistently, that Monday morning I'm like, oh, I have corona. Like, I just don't feel good because I, like, didn't really relax on my weekend. Yeah. And I actually just, like, had a really balanced weekend. And I got a lot of sleep. And spent a lot of time with Theo. And, like,
1: it was just, I'm feeling like I should do this more often. Yep, except that we did, like, heavily drink on Saturday. Yeah, but see, like... But it was day drinking, which is the key. Also, for just
0: like, you know, a vet like me, that like wasn't so crazy. Except I did throw up at dinner. But I don't think it had anything to do with
1: the alcohol. I think it was poisoned. No, but like because you drink during the day, like the Sunday doesn't suffer as much. And it was really nice. I had a nice balanced weekend too because I drank. We had a good time. But I also read an amazing book that I started on Friday that I finished yesterday called Luckiest Girl Alive. Dana was telling me about it. And it just, I didn't know anything about it when I read it. And I absolutely Loved it. And Jackie just chatted it up so much on her Instagram when we were out together
0: on Saturday, just like, talk, talk, talking about the book, that I was so heavily influenced, I actually purchased the book.
1: So she's going to read it. Soon, on our vacation. so exciting. Yeah. Um. And speaking of vacation, this is our last week of shows for the year, and we're going to miss you guys, but we're going to be having a good-ass time. Yeah. No, I am
0: going to miss you for <laughs> sure, but I will also definitely be having a good-ass time. A G-A-T. A GAT. but... Last week of shows, so enjoy them. I mean, last week I feel like should have been the final week of shows because they were just five out of five premium-ass shows, like five stars all around, every episode more funnier than the next, and that would have been a great way to go out. Yeah. But I guess we'll just have to keep that energy up for this week. Yeah,
1: we're just going to have to bring it. It's already been, been brought. brought in. That was like such a lame part of bring it on. Like, It's not from bring it on. Yes, it is. No, so it's actually – so she says bring it, obviously – they never respond it's already been brought in. Oh, that's, that's from, from a, not like, another teen movie. Yeah, 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 but no, the whole concept of like bring it, like what is it,
0: you know? Yeah. No, it's the energy, like I get it, but it just it's like kinda cringy, like you better bring it. Bring it. Oh, we will. It's like you both know what the other's talking about. It's so vague. No, you it. I T.
1: Everything of the sort. Everything of the
0: sort, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's been now, um, four days since we've gotten the evermore album and I'm still, I'm, I, I'm taking my time. I'm not hundred percent there in terms of like having lived with it, but I did spend a significant amount of my weekend listening to it and studying it and just living with it. And it's such a beautiful album. And honestly, some of the songs have just like really evolved into like totally different pieces of music. I think Willow, which for Taylor, I would say probably in all of her albums, the songs that she releases as her lead singles are almost always my least favorite. Like mm-hmm. almost always, I don't know what it is, but so that's why I didn't really have, like, a ton of hope for Willow. I kind of just, like, was like, oh, it's, like, a fine song, but I'll, like, s- skip past it. But, my God, it's so good. Like, it's it's just so unlike her to put, like, one of her best songs as her single. So I wasn't expecting it, and I kind of, like, wrote it off almost. But that's what I get for just judging before I know anything. It's just such a beautiful album, and I'm I'm really happy with it. Oh, good. And there's a song on there about Theo, which is really, was really cool. Right, that cool. was my next
1: question. Like, what's Theo's favorite song? Is it the one about him? Yeah, that was pretty cool of Taylor to just, like, acknowledge him, like a nod, you know, artist to artist. Um, a lot of celebrities have been acknowledging Theo these days. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson and um, Ice Cream Chillin', Blackpink. Oh, yeah. Do-do-do-do-do.
0: Yeah, but um, when Taylor sings, Hey, Dora, Theo, it's just... It warms my heart because it's like she sees his beauty and his grace. And just to clarify for those who might have been confused on our Instagram page, that was not actually Theo the Cavalier in the picture with Pete Davidson outside of SNL. But holy shit, did it look like him. I just want
1: to say, like, there's no proof that it wasn't Theo. That's true, because I was out. You were out. Who knows what he got into? Ben was out
0: as well. But I just know that he doesn't have that sweater. But maybe he picked it up (laughs) on the way.
1: Maybe it's a new sweater.
0: Maybe. (laughs) It wasn't him.
1: I like I, I'm not
0: convinced I like know what Theo looks like To a T So like of course It looked a lot like him But I knew it wasn't no, him No But same. to the average viewer Who like sees Theo <laughs> on Instagram Or on the show Like it looks like him So No I agree I like, didn't expect so many people I To think and I know him too well I dug myself into like this grave Where everyone was like Is it him? I can't tell And I was like I thought we all knew Like this was a joke
1: I mean but still like It's unclear. It could be him because no one was with him. No one knew what he got into a Saturday night.
0: Right. Like, remember that movie with Cynthia Nixon, Baby's Day Out, where like the baby goes to the museum and the gym. Yeah,
1: I think Theo takes himself out. He is a fan of comedy. Obviously, Mm -hmm. his mom and SNL is the only show in town right now. So he went on down there and he met his friend Pete. I don't think it's so far fetched. Me neither. And if you don't know what we're talking about, look at our Instagram for the picture. Educate yourselves. (laughs)
0: <laughs> today we have a fabulous show of course the fast five lots to discuss because we had real housewives of potomac reunion part one which was such unbelievable television thank you for entertaining me like it was so no, good thank you monique Samuel. i did not pick my phone up once like i was just in, so intrigued and then we also had real housewives of atlanta so we have a lot to discuss we have know? a lot to
1: discuss so i think we should just jump right into the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast
0: <laughs> sure 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 but we can't. We can't take a bite out of our morning toast yet. Why? Because I forgot to tell you something. Hmm. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist where you can start communicating in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is not a crisis line, it's not self help, it's professional counseling. And it's all done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in many areas, but their are service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor, where you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions. So you won't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials of all the people who love BetterHelp, and if you want to visit betterhelp.com/toast, that's better h e l p. Dot com slash toast. You can join the over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Um, so the Morning Toast offer is 10% off for your first month, but you have to use the link BetterHelp.com slash toast. Again, that link will get you 10% off your first month. It's never been a better time crazy times the holidays can be hard for people if you've been wanting to start therapy you've been nervous about it or you actually have been able to leave your house because of covid BetterHelp is the perfect thing betterhelp.com slash toast for 10 percent off your
1: first month yes okay first story some big news of the weekend i just want to issue a trigger warning beforehand because we're going to talk about an abusive relationship oh yes i heard about this fka twigs is suing shia labeouf over an alleged abusive relationship She has accused him of sexual battery, assault, and infliction of emotional distress, the New York Times has reported. I didn't even know that they dated. I know. One incident described in the lawsuit occurred just after Valentine's Day in 2019, and she claims that Shia was driving recklessly, threatening to to crash the car if she didn't profess her love for him as a passenger in the car. She claims she begged to be let out of the car, and he pulled over at a gas station, followed her out of the car, and assaulted her, throwing her against the car, according to the lawsuit. So there's a number of incidents that she cites, but also now Sia is coming out yes. and calling Shia LaBeouf a pathological liar. Sia is saying that Shia conned her into an adulterous relationship. Right. She's warning women to stay away from the very sick star. And Shia LaBeouf
0: did respond to the lawsuit from FK Twigs and was like, yes, this is all true. Like, and I'm very sick. Wow. So, it's first of all, I didn't even know that any of these people like were linked. I didn't know Shia LaBeouf dated FKA Twiggs. I didn't know Shia LaBeouf had a relationship with Sia. And then I didn't know that FKA Twiggs is now dating Matt Healy from the 1975 because he like released a statement supporting her. So I'm just like learning so much. Learning so much. But um, in regards to this story, I feel like it's super. I just love like Sia and FKA like coming together and coming the, and together and supporting one another and just
1: like speaking out when it's like so hard. So hard. And I'm sure FKA Twiggs, like, you know, Speaking out, it's so brave to do. And then to have someone in the industry, like, come and, Back and corroborate you, up. you, like, I'm sure means so much. A hundred percent. So, I just, I hope that justice is served. And I'm just really proud of them for speaking up against, like, and he's a major player in in the movies. industry. Yeah. And so, I mean, it, I think, it's hard.
0: I think everyone has known for a long time that he's definitely unwell in a lot of ways. And I think we all just, like, watch it and he, like, becomes a meme. But it's, like, not funny. And this is, like, proof that it's not. Yeah, for sure. I hope there's, you know, I didn't, like, I didn't know you could, like, sue someone.
1: Yeah. No, I wasn't. But then I, I guess
0: it's, but then I think of, like, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, but they're, like, fighting over, like, divorce. Libel, no, and libel. Right. So I just didn't know that you could sue someone, like, yeah. in a relationship.
1: I didn't really know that either. But I guess
0: it totally makes sense. Like, you can. Yeah. Because It's illegal.
1: Yeah, so we'll see how the suit plays out. But I just think, I think a lot of this was to draw, raise awareness. Mm-hmm. And then for Sia, it was like warning other women yeah. to stay away from him. And yeah. I think that's important for women to know. Yeah, me too. This is a terrible story. But terrible. Hopefully, the road to justice. It's on its way. Okay, another really sad story. Um, Charlie Pride, country music icon <sighs> legend, has passed away from a COVID- Charlie re- Pride, Ch- country music icon legend, an incredible p P. the pride of country music, literally has passed away after a COVID related death. Now raising questions about whether or not he might have contracted COVID at the CMA Awards, which were last month. And he was honored with the Lifetime Achievement Award there. The CMA Awards have put out a statement saying, quote, everyone affiliated with the CMA Awards followed strict testing protocols outlined by the city health department and unions. Charlie was tested prior to traveling to Nashville. He was tested upon landing in Nashville and again on show day with all tests coming back negative after returning to Texas following the CMA Awards, Charlie again tested negative multiple times. All of us in the country music community are heartbroken by Charlie's passing out of respect for his family during their grieving period. We'll be not commenting on this further.
0: Right, so no one has actually confirmed whether or not um, the CMAs were the place where he got COVID. Um, I think a lot of people, including Maren Mars, who tweeted
1: about it, were just like, assuming almost because of the timing. Yeah, Marin Morris tweeted and deleted, but she said, I don't want to jump to conclusions because no family statement has been made. But if this was a result of the CMAs being indoors, we should all be outraged. Rest in power, Charlie. So I just want to say,
0: if this was a result of the CMAs being indoors and just the CMAs in general, I actually do think that people could have thought twice about inviting in person i didn't even think about it at the time because it really seemed like so well done and if that was the case that he had gotten it there actually now that i think about it like the lifetime achievement award like could have been received remotely and like yeah. the rest of the thing could have gone on without him um but at the same time i don't think it's fair to assume that's where he got it even though the timeline like does
1: it could make it sense. could make sense
0: um I just don't think it's fair to, like,
1: jump to any conclusions yet. And what's a COVID-related injury? or uh, so A COVID-related death would be, so COVID, um, like, the disease itself, like, caused harm to other parts of his body. And then maybe, I don't, like, it could have been heart failure right, due, from COVID. to COVID initially.
0: Right. Or, like, because he was older, maybe he had some, like, yeah, pre-existing. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I just think the way we, you know, address it both publicly and just, like, how we, like, we should just be careful because there's, aside from the timing, there's no proof that he had received it there.
1: No, just speculation. But
0: at the same time, I didn't think it at the time, but now that I'm thinking about it, like I do feel like the CMAs were really well done and that's because most people in CMAs are like young and healthy, that like the one person who was older and receiving his, like maybe could have received it remotely. Yeah. Now that I think about it.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that people will continue to try and figure it out. And also if, if it was a, a, a super spreader event than other people would have in the country music world would have gotten COVID That's too. That's true. I feel like maybe we so would So I do know. feel like there are ways that we'll find out. Yeah. But I also definitely feel like celebrities in
0: general, um, like aren't telling people when they get COVID. Cause like we knew Khloe Kardashian had COVID from keeping up with the Kardashians, but she had it like a year ago or whenever. Yeah. In March. You know what I mean? So I feel like not everyone is forthcoming. No,
1: I don't know. I feel like every day I'm seeing a story or it's like so-and-so is telling us now that they had COVID like four months right. ago and yeah, I agree. They're, they're definitely being strange about it.
0: So if, there, if it was some t- type of super spreader event,
1: like we might not know, but those things really don't stay quiet. No, they don't. No. They don't. Um, Okay next up some Taylor Swift news like some Taylor Swift speculation that I really want to talk about because I just think it's like so obvious but I don't know. Okay. Taylor Swift might release a surprise third album. Yes. Called Woodvale. Yes. So the signs of the DeSwifty code are pointing to a third album because she said the story continues there's Woodvale written in the artwork for folklore and they think that these are triplets not just twins.
0: It's very possible. There are certain, like, Taylor Swift theories that, like, I get really invested in. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes they come to fruition. Sometimes they don't. This third album, like, okay, I see the points everyone is making. I hope it's true. But I'm not, like, you know, tying up my ship and getting on board. You know what I mean? I'm just...
1: I'm sitting around, like, waiting for it.
0: Sure. And if that happens, wonderful. But I'm so... I don't want to be greedy like I'm so grateful for the that's not imagine
1: you just put out like a second amazing work of art in one year like record smashing Mm -hmm. chart topping and then everyone's just like Well, where's the third? Yeah, so I'm
0: so grateful, and I don't want to be greedy. Like, the two albums that we have are more than enough for me, and if this is where the folklore era ends, it will have been not just good, but great, you know? I mean, beyond. Beyond, so... Over and above. It would have been enough Dianu. If we get the third album, okay, I will be very appreciative, but I'm not expecting anything. I, I... Taylor Swift is very unpredictable, and every time we think we figured it out, we usually don't. I just,
1: the three cardigans, the three stars, I'm just feeling like, like, to me, I always see these theories that um, the Swifties put out, and I'm like, okay, this is far-fetched. But I saw this one, and I was like, yeah, no, for sure, this is it. Sometimes that happens, but then it's
0: like enough time goes by where nothing happens that you just forget about it, and, like, the theory goes unanswered.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's
0: the life of a Swiftie. It's like... I don't know I I can't get so excited anymore because so many of my theories are untrue like and just never come to life yeah like I really thought her and Joe were definitely married and maybe even had a baby after peace came out
1: but uh, give you my wild, give you a child that's true but there's no nothing to say that they're not married
0: that's true but I also just don't think Taylor Swift will ever legally be married that's true that is financially I just don't, don't think it makes sense
1: that's very true
0: I okay. Can really, you know. Our
1: next story is some more sad news. This is just an SND, a sad y- news, news day, day. Yeah. Lisa Vanderpump is devastated <sighs> over the death of her beloved dog Jiggy. And so is the Bravo community because this is wild. Dio cover your ears. <laughs> The Vanderpump Rule star announced the news on social media Saturday saying she and her family are devastated. Quote, he was truly loved and we know many of you loved him too. He inspired us to start our rescue and we will always be grateful. Jiggy's legacy lives on with every dog Vanderpump Rules, That's Vanderpump true. dog saves. Rip Jiggy, we love you. you say rip? <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. R.I.P. Did you say rip? Like... Not really. I never... It's like so disrespectful. Like,
0: rip. <laughs> I don't give a rip. Like... Rest in peace. I'm sorry. She just said RIP. Like it's okay. R.I.P. And if it's like all lowercase, it's just like RIP. You know, RIP, RIP, RIP. I don't give a rip. I'm actually really excited for the Real Housewives of Dallas, but I digress. Back to Jiggy. Jiggy is like the first lady dog wise of Bravo. Yeah. And there's been so many. He's the
1: first dog.
0: The first dog. Thank you. Um, first lady dog wise. Like I don't know what that meant to say, but yes, first dog. Yeah. And this is just like crazy. And I feel like a lot of people, like we've just been like this is going to sound terrible, but like, G- he's just been so old for so long that I feel like I've just been like waiting for this announcement um, and it never came. So I'm like, maybe he like drank from the Tuck Everlasting Fountain and he's going to live forever.
1: Yeah. no, and uh, now that like it's here, it's like wow, he lived such a long life, and and he was sick like for a long time. Um, yes, he had a
0: lot of complications, but he
1: lived a very good life, and it's it's just really sad because he's an icon and and a meaningful life. But you know? his, his legacy is so meaningful.
0: Yeah, and even though like I truly like in my soul despise Lisa Savannah Pump, I actually like I think the work that she does with the Vanderpump Dogs and just like her love for dogs in the Yulin Dog Festival is so admirable. I just have
1: something to say. I'm like done despising Lisa Vanderpump. Wait, that's, like, so crazy that you said that because, like, earlier, and I just don't want to, like,
0: discredit all the work I've done over the last 10 years, (laughs) like, like into the gospel anti-Lisa Vanderpump, but watching this most recent season without Lisa Vanderpump and, like, seeing Kyle just be, like, really kind of weird and shady, I was like,
1: hmm. No, it's like, Maybe Kyle's
0: Bobby Fisher. Maybe
1: Heavy is the head that wears the crown. And her neck was hurting. No, it's not even about the women. It's, like, because I've forgotten all the reasons why I dislike her and all the injustices... I'm like oh, she's a nice lady. Well, yeah, that's what happens. Like and out of sight, out of mind. I feel fondly, but I don't even
0: like her on Vanderpump Rules, which is like where we see her more recently.
1: Yeah, no, I and but it's been a while since Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, like just the whole thing.
0: I think I'm still gonna stick to like spreading the gospel of the Lisa Vanderpump hatred. Okay, but I do agree. Part of me is like I'm just so feeling Part like- of me is like. Who cares? I don't feel as fervent <laughs> about no, it. I completely agree, but yeah. I still just just because I spent so much of my young adulthood like preaching to my friends why like Lisa Vanderpump was like really like the most menacing yeah. potster, I just don't think I can go back on my word. But, I know,
1: and also you know what? But I it think, does feel you know like, what I think endears us to her now, her to us. She's a podcaster. She's a podcaster, and like yeah. there's just we have a warm spot in our heart for fellow podcasters. That's fair, honestly. You know. Yeah. So. Something to think about. She's having a tough week. Something to think about. Yeah. Okay, our fifth and final story. We just breeze through these because all we want to do is talk, talk about, about new Finder. Um, it's such an interesting sports celebrity news story.
0: Okay, also, can I just interject with like one story that I read that I thought was really interesting and I meant to send to you? Sure. So the... Um, the founder of Cameo, that app, went on a podcast and was just talking about, like, the success of Cameo and how, like, celebrities are making real money. And he said that this year, the number one earner, I want you to guess, who made over a million dollars in his own sales, like, after commissions. Okay, to um, he? From Cameo. Oh, fuck.
1: Yeah, Because I would have said a real housewife. It's so shocking. Number, uh, Spencer Pratt? Nope. Is he even on Cameo? I don't know, but, like, it's not even in that realm. Not reality TV? No. Um... Someone in the sports world, then? No, I don't know what made me think of it. Okay, I don't know. Kevin from The Office, Brian Baumgartner. I mean, like, I would never even know But does that does actually make a lot of sense, like, when you think
0: about it? Yeah. And th- on the podcast, the founder was, like, he takes, like, so much pride in his cameos. Like, he, like, makes them real works of art. And he doesn't just, like, you know, put a 10-second video together. And I thought that was
1: really interesting. That is really an interesting factoid. Yeah, Brian Baumgartner. Yeah. Made a million dollars on Cameo this year congratulations good for you okay our fifth and final story a little sports celebrity news cody simpson says he qualified for the olympic swimming trials he's going to the olympics
0: on behalf of australia on behalf of
1: australia damn it on saturday he said that he had qualified for his first olympic trials sorry trials yeah he's not going to the olympics he's going to the 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 place he's going to the olympics trials yeah (laughs) olympic trials He said, "I'd love to share this personal milestone and let you in on my current journey as an athlete that I've kept relatively low key until now." Um, He said he he posted this on Instagram. He said, "I've had the chance to experience and learn so much as a musician and touring around the world, releasing albums, performing as a leading man on Broadway, publishing a work of poetry. Oh my God, humble brag. Yeah, like this is a little obnoxious. Yeah. Um, And now he's qualifying for the Olympics in 2021." Wow, I mean, I do wish he was for America, so that
0: sexy washboard ab could be, like, an American hero. But I do understand that he's Australian, and that's not how these things work. Um, Happy for him. I mean, this does seem like... I don't know if you could just, like, wake up and decide to be an Olympic swimmer. I think these are things, like, you do since, like, you're nine. I don't know, ask Michael Phelps. Um, But
1: I appreciate his... uh, passion yeah he said for years he'd been fueled by the silent fire in my stomach of returning to my first love the sport of swimming with the idea that he's also promoting his poetry book well you're right rises. of course available on amazon <laughs> speaking of with the idea that speaking 2020 was- promoting a book make sure to order my book girl slash
0: book comes out in just five weeks don't miss out pre-order it audiobook ebook and paper print versions all available on amazon and other retailers girl slash book
1: sorry so he's promoting his poetry book with the idea that well, no, inadvertently, just by using poetic language in his Instagram caption. Oh, what, with the what idea a that twenty twenty would be the year he'd start trying again. After only five months back in the water with his incredible coach, I was able to take out a win and secure a spot at next year's Australian Olympic trials. That's okay. crazy. Some people just like you know those people who just try something, try their hand, talent. Try yeah. this
0: talent. But it's, like, not really, like... That doesn't really happen in the Olympics. Like, he's just being it seem like, I woke up one day and five months later, I was going to the Olympics. No, like, like I think
1: and he... he actually makes it to the Olympics. I will be incredibly impressed. Yes, no, but, like, for a... He won the Masked to the singer. Like, right. he is a very talented... Celebrity, right? That's true. And for him to also be a super talented athlete, like Olympic, cele- competing at an Olympic level. Well, that means much. that you're the best of the best.
0: And I just don't. I, I I'm not trying to be skepti- skeptical. I you just don't like, think he can do it. I don't <laughs> think he can do it. I don't think you just wake up and five months later you're like, okay, maybe if you're lucky, you make it to the trial because you just have that like innate talent. But these are—it's like a disgrace to the people who have literally been like swimming since they were nine just to get to the Olympics, speed is and like speed. this is their year. And speed then fucking, is speed. And you know what? He's this, not
1: doing anything like special or different like he's in that same pool with the same right. clock so i'm saying if he really gets makes it to the the best of the best of the olympic team i will apologize okay but i'm saying even if he doesn't the fact that he who like is so talented in other realms even made it to the olympic trials like no he's a really good swimmer no he's a good swimmer for sure he's like a tall man in shape and yeah. But, so and en- so anyone can just make it to the Olympic
0: trials. No, but it's not the Olympics. So I'm just saying like if we get to the Olympics I will take back what I said, but I just think this is like this is like one of those things. I've been noticing like celebrities just like keep doing things in other people's like the Paul brothers like now becoming UFC fighters when it's like no people who have literally been like waiting their whole life to fight Floyd Mayweather and now it's like Logan Paul gets to do it when he's been fighting. It's just like celebrities and by the way, I do it myself as well. Like I not I'm like categorizing myself as like a celebrity, but like, you know, I just release music because I feel like it, even though I'm not a singer. Like it's just like a thing. It's like celebrities just like keep like doing
1: things and like getting to like the best of different industries just because they're celebrities right and i agree with you on that point but But i think based on talent but this is just completely based on talent has nothing to do with the fact that he's a celebrity no maybe no
0: no i don't know how it works in australia but i'm just saying if he gets to the olympic no trials i will take back what i said but for now it's
1: just like cody simpson Sit down. No, but like he's still remarkably skilled and nothing about being a celebrity like got him that time in that pool. I don't know. It got him like the, like, whatever. No, I hear what you're saying.
0: Like, but it, I also him think being a credit- celebrity, like he got a fancy coach. Like, you know what I mean? He put in the work, but like,
1: I don't know. I just,
0: I don't really feel like I can really make a statement yet until I know if he made the team.
1: Okay, but I just want to say, this becomes a trend of, like, celebrities... Becoming Olympians? <laughs> becoming <laughs> well, Olympic that, athletes? Well, like, that, I'm here for it. Now
0: that breakdancing is an Olympic sport... Mm-hmm. We're, well, you know what's interesting about celebrities becoming Olympic athletes is, like, because... Um, Olympic athletes are also celebrities. That. And basketball is a winter... Or, yes. er, right, written, Summer. Summer Olympic sport. And, like, the best of um american nba players usually play for the american olympic team And actually sometimes foreign nba players like play, play for their home countries and it's like weird to be playing your teammates but that's also weird because those are celebrities like lebron james is a celebrity yeah. like and him being an olympian it's like he's honestly too famous for the olympics no like
1: it was crazy i remember when they all went to the last olympics and i remember when like chloe and lamar were together i think lamar went to the olympics i think he did as well while they were together and it is crazy to see your favorite celebrities in the olympics and that's what i'm saying I'm just saying I'm not convinced. That's all okay. I'm saying. Well, you know what? We'll keep you posted. We'll, I need to find out when the Australian Olympic trials, trials are. are. We'll stream that because them. you know what? We'll know if he made it, but we won't know if he didn't. No, hundred percent. If you never hear from us again, he didn't make it.
0: <laughs> uh, in regards to this story,
1: um, you know what? But Cody, I just want—I just want to let you know. Like, I'm—I'm I'm rooting for you. No, I'm rooting for I, America. No, but like, I would love to see Cody Simpson at the Olympics. That will just like give us a level of Olympics coverage, yeah. celebrity Olympics coverage that we need. Can I tell you how much I love the Olympics? I know, and we were gypped this year. Yeah, I, I I'm really sorry, f- that's not a word I should be using anymore. No, I, I just you, learned. By the way, I also just learned that too. It's... Um, it's offensive to gypsies. gypsies. Yeah, So I'm sorry. We and were, I feel um, like a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, no, I didn't know it until recently. Me too. Um,
0: what I was going to say about the Olympics is like, I never feel more like redneck I love America than I do when the Olympics are on. I'm like, you know, like running around with my shirt off like with, with an like American flag a, painted on my belly. Like yeah. <laughs> I just, it's the best time of year. Like some people love the holiday season and I do too, but I love especially summer Olympic season.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, to get Olympics this
0: year, which is winter's devastating. Winter's cool, too.
1: Just as for the winter. No, winter's, winter is like a
0: really close second, but nothing beats summer and like Michael Phelps in the swimming.
1: No, in the gymnastics. Gymnastics.
0: But honestly, I really actually enjoy like all those weird skiing sports. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Um, okay, let's dive into our TV recap because the Real Housewives of Potomac just like made my year yesterday and our real housewives of potomac and atlanta reunions no and atlanta episodes are brought to you by stamps.com this holiday season more people will be mailing stuff than ever before that means the post office is going to be busy you don't have time for that stamps.com brings the post office and now ups shipping right to your computer mail and ship anything for the convenient from the convenience of your home or office because with stamps.com you can do anything at the post office You can do anything that you can do at the post office with just a few clicks. They save you money with deep discounts that you can't even get at the post office. They bring the services of the USPS and UPS right to your computer. Simply use any computer to print official US postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. Plus, like we said, you get amazing discounts with stamps.com. You get five cents off of every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. It's a fraction of the cost of expensive postage meters. Don't spend a minute of your holiday season at the post office this year. Sign up for stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with our promo code toast, you get a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the the homepage and type in toast that's stamps.com code toast stamps.com never go to the post office again Love okay it. real housewives of potomac reunion real housewives of potomac reunion <laughs> the rope reunion was on last night the women really looked fabulous you know collectively they looked really good and then when you uh, zoomed in a little bit more everyone's outfit was like a little facocked. like wendy's dress like kept falling over on like her her right like breast uh like thing was just like falling over Uh, i didn't notice robin's hair until her zoomed in thing and it was very confusing ashley love you the inside of your cape was just absolutely awful best dressed is queen monique and queen uh karen huger yes and you know i have to give her credit candace did look pretty cute candace actually
1: always looks very good yeah uh yeah i didn't think like the looks i i thought again i feel like if you look at all the potomac reunions like it's just not great But I feel like this one... And I don't like that they all wore the same color. I think that's like such a weird... Like, I like the idea of it. But then in practice, it's like... I don't know. I feel like they could have worn the same hue or like same family of colors. Yeah, it is like... They were like bridesmaids. Whereas I feel like sometimes... You know, I feel like in New Jersey, they all wear sparkles. But there's silver, there's gold, there's rose gold. There's a million different things. To all wear like this shade of yellow I thought was strange
0: I actually liked it because first of all I think when they took the photos and like it they all just looked like this like unit but then what I really liked is like because they're really all given like the same exact guidelines we really get to see like who doesn't know how to dress and who knows how That's to dress true and the fact that we spent almost half the reunion last night like diving in on Giselle's awful style in, t- in terms of fashion and awful home decor style led by Karen Huger like and the viewers and the viewers are really vocal about it like nothing gives me more joy than like five, what is it, six seasons now? Like, we've just been, like, skirting around this issue, and now
1: and now we said it. And now we said it. And really, like, Karen was being so, so funny. funny. And Giselle, like, really didn't have a defense. And it, and it is so weird. And I think what Wendy said, she's definitely onto something that Giselle is, like, too pretty. pretty gr- she's and pretty girl syndrome. She doesn't, like, she's never had to, like, work that hard in those other areas because, like, she's so stunning. She could wear whatever she wants. Yeah,
0: uh, I personally relate to that. I mean, because I've just been, like, so beautiful my whole, whole life. Like, people, you just used to treat me so differently. They still do. Um, I relate to that. Like, I really don't have to try because I'm so
1: stunning. No, but Karen was just so on point with and all she of looked her amazing. Comebacks. And I thought that, uh, obviously, the end of the episode, Giselle had nothing to say for herself. But I even thought in the beginning when Karen and Giselle were doing their thing of just, like, insulting each other and just doing that I thought Karen was so on point and Giselle like really had nothing to say and so she was just like saying the same thing over and over just like sort of mocking Karen but like wasn't actually contributing like didn't have any like insults in her back pocket except for like the Geritol comment but then like Karen turned it on her that's Geritol I'm assuming it's an old age medication this is why Karen Huger is the
0: absolute queen Because she said that's Aegis, and she mispronounced Aegis, and so Wendy corrected her, and Wendy was definitely being condescending when she corrected her, but instead of, like, fighting with Wendy, she said, what was it, Wendy? Aegis? Thank you, honey. Like, it was just so smart. Like, she didn't get sidetracked. She's an amazing fighter, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And last night's episode really, for me, like, showed, was, like, emblematic of how I've been feeling this whole season, where it's like, Karen Huger is like the absolute queen, gets no, no respect, and... Giselle
1: like has questions for everybody but answers to nobody no and so we need to just talk about the The annihilation moment of the night when Monique came with her binder and it's always like when someone starts bringing up printed out text messages like it's It's like like a joke but she came prepared because she had this story of Jamal's girlfriend. And if she had said it with nothing to back it up, people would have been like, oh, Monique, you're being crazy. And they are just being spiteful. The look on everyone's faces, everyone knew what she was talking about. This, this other female pastor, who is it? I don't know. Like, it's Jamal's real girlfriend, I guess. And he's... Dating and were with Giselle for the show, right? Which is just like such a crazy thing to say, but then it also seems to be very true. Then Monique read out the phone number. Giselle had to confirm that that's his phone number. That was crazy, and then that made everything else true. And at first, all the women were like, "Monique, what
0: are you doing? What are you doing?" But then Monique was just spitting fact she after would fact not after stop. fact, and everyone shut the fuck up because everyone knows that it's most likely true. And like now, you can't even deny what Monique is saying. And Giselle, for the first time, was just like speechless. And I hate to see a woman taken down and like a a person's relationship like put into question but after all Giselle has done over the years like questioning everyone's marriage baby like she's just so she's always stirring the pot and like really putting people in uncomfortable situations and it's like you can't have this very confusing relationship no matter what you believe like they he cheated on her he has the her Giselle's dad said he has children with like six other women like six to seven seven is the most recent so it's like you can't help but question it so it's like Giselle when you are sitting on this like you should really be quiet about other people's things just so nobody comes prying into your business. No it's the golden rule don't dish it out if you can't take it. 100% so just to finally see like Giselle be like really just put in her place it felt so good and I feel like everyone who's ever been like interrogated by Giselle
1: just like was living like I know Ashley and Karen like they were just living for it living for it and I I can't believe Giselle allowed herself to react like that like yeah. she had Speechless. nothing like she couldn't even retort she had nothing to say like her silence was confirmation she always has something to say she always yeah like she could have just gone back and forth and she just like I don't know she had I, that's why that's what I'm saying even with Karen like she just didn't have like the the fight in her yeah. like I don't know.
0: I also thought that the way that they're sitting is very strange because usually it's like side versus side. So it would have been like Wendy, Giselle, Robin, and Candace, and then the other three. But I feel like because they're so far apart, they actually had to put people who are fighting like next to each other because if Wendy is screaming at Karen they're literally like 30 feet apart because they're so separate because of COVID.
1: Yeah. So I did think it was weird that Robin was sitting there. I couldn't when they were zooming in on people like I couldn't get a sense of like who's next to who. I didn't like mind it so much but yeah it definitely they're like taking some learnings from New York reunion where Andy was all the way there like they tried to do the circle and I think it's I think it is going as best as it possibly could.
0: Um in regards to
1: the conversation
0: about um Wendy's degrees I did have a lot to say because I've I kind of, like, agreed with Wendy because she's like, that's just, like, so a part of our culture. And, like, I hate to blame it on, like, a cultural difference, but I kind of understood what she was saying. And, and I know, like, in certain, like, cultures, like, your education is everything, so you keep bringing it up. So I kind of understood that, but I wish she addressed Ashley's very well said. Claim that it's like it's not about you bragging. It's like you use it to put others down. Yeah, and like you bring it up when literally no. She's like, I feel like I bring. It, Wendy said I have to bring it up because I, I need to defend myself because people are talking about it. But then as she's like, wait, when we were at Candace's, uh, when we were at Monique's lake house, like you just brought it up because like yeah. literally nobody said anything. So it's like I wish he just would have addressed the way that she uses it to put other people down. Because yeah. I did appreciate her explaining why she brings it up so much, but that doesn't help me understand the rest of she it. she doesn't see it that way, you know? Yeah, so but she, I do.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was an interesting conversation. I'm glad that she talked about it because I feel like that's when I've been like watching and then like looking on Twitter that's like how everyone feels. Yeah and it's funny. And it's funny but it it does make sense if it is a cultural difference and also like she should be extremely proud. Yeah exactly. Like I would be. Did
0: you think that Karen Huger really like spoke to Robin and Giselle on the plane home from Portugal and said like we need
1: Wendy off the show? I don't think she said it like that and also from what I've seen on the show I know that Giselle is not reliable in a game of telephone. Floozy freelancer. Okay, we need to talk about that. Right? So, like, why would I say... If Giselle said that Karen said something, I know for a fact that Giselle misremembers or misrepeats or adds... Things that weren't she, there. She adds color. She paints a little bit. Right. So given that, no, I don't believe... I, maybe the sentiment of like Wendy isn't a good, a good cast member. Or she's not like a... She's not jiving with the group. Or like she's not contributing. Like yeah. maybe she said something to that effect, but not in the way that Giselle said it. And so I'm gonna believe Karen. I agree. I feel like literally this whole... Fl- because
0: we finally have on camera, like in sequence, the flusy freelancer thing. We saw what Karen said verbatim. We saw what Giselle then repeated to Wendy. We this is like, and it, she's, and when they called her out on the reunion, she's like, oh, I just added one word, and, and I'm so grateful. Andy was like, no, no, you added the most important word because like, otherwise she just called her a freelancer, which, which is, is what her she job for a living. So it's like I, that that the whole thing bothered me so much, and I remember watching it and being like, she didn't call her a floozy freelancer, and it never. Came to blow, but now that we're sitting down at the reunion, like rewatching footage, I was so glad. And that is proof that, like, literally, I don't think I could ever believe anything Giselle ever says. Yeah, if
1: she says someone said this, I know for certain that they didn't. And you know what? Karen has not lied to me, and I feel like she definitely has lied to the other women. I didn't invite Monique, but then she comes on her confessional she's like, "Yeah, she doesn't it. lie to us." Yeah, right. she doesn't lie to us. So I, if Karen said she said this and not that, I'm going with Karen. And you know what? Wendy is like Wendy, Giselle, the four of them—they're so obsessed with just like being
0: against Monique that Wendy should actually be mad at. Giselle. Giselle, fr- Giselle called her a floozy freelancer. Yeah. That means, Giselle came up with the word floozy. That means in her
1: brain, because Karen didn't say it, Giselle thinks that Wendy is a floozy freelancer. Yeah, that was not um, delved into enough Agreed. for me. And like, that required an apology to both Karen and Wendy, which I don't think that we got. No, but Wendy's just so obsessed with like being
0: on this crew of four women who like want to take Monique off the show that they can't fight in between themselves. Yeah, they can't be Because they're losing sight of the yeah. big picture, which is yeah. Monique.
1: Yeah. Um, also, I love Chris do Samuels. you notice how... Um, Ashley's hair was straight and then curly? No. So in the beginning, like the first 10, 15 minutes, Ashley's hair was like blown out straight. And then when they cut to her again, she has like ringlet curls. And then again, it's like straight. Like she changed her, like, so... so it's my understanding that they couldn't get touch-ups at all so
0: they did like a big chunk and then a long break where they got lunch and hair and makeup touch-ups and then the rest okay so maybe they cut a a piece from From part two
1: and put it in the middle yeah
0: I was thinking that because I was noticing like a lot of them were shiny and I noticed that on Real Housewives of New York too and that's because usually when they take a break like their hair and makeup people come to the set and just touch them up but because of COVID they're not even allowed on set so they only
1: got one big one and Ashley changed her hairstyle which like is crazy which is a crazy thing to do yeah I love Chris Samuel
0: so much like when they we're just like praying and i just like can't wait for him to come out. Oh my god, Candace when she was like and he was like i heard you moved out of your house. She's like, "Well, we'll have to wait for Chris to get here to talk about it." So it's like, "Okay, i don't know why you need your husband there to announce." But it. sure.
1: But okay, obviously there's something Chris needs to be here for, so we'll wait. But then she and gave it up and, a, and then she said got a house. Yeah, and then um and then she was like and we're my still doing about having a baby. Like, Annie was like, have you made a decision? She's like, yeah, we're still thinking about it. Maybe you'll hear something soon. How is no one going to call her out on, like, the fact that she had a fake storyline? Like, we literally need, you know who we need? Megan king Edmonds. No. Um... Jennifer Aiden, like she did to Melissa. Yeah. With the sister and the baby. You know what? That's what is doing. That's so true. By the way, that's so funny because there's like brands of half, like
0: Megan King Edmonds brand is like, if there's a mystery to solve, like you're getting Megan King Edmonds. Detective Edmonds. Detective Edmonds.
1: But you're really, you're right. Like if there's a fake storyline to be called (laughs) out, it's Miss Jennifer Aiden. Yeah. Because that's what Candace is doing, and, like, it's so it's transparent, so but, like, no one will call her out on it. And, honestly, I didn't even think that that was what Melissa Gorga might have been doing until, until Jennifer, Jennifer said it. And I'm, like,
0: oh, totally. Yeah, because, like, I love Melissa Gorga, but, like, that season was a little silly for her. like The with sister,
1: the, the, the mysterious
0: sister, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, such a weird storyline. Incredibly weird. Yeah. Um, so all in all, part one reunions are usually never that good. Like it was no, really. No, and it's like,
1: I just feel like we're gearing up. And I'm just so happy for Monique because obviously she's been totally sidelined during the season. Mm-hmm. And like, even in the beginning, she didn't even chime in. It's like, she's a friend of, like she's yeah. not even there. And and the women just have completely written her off. But she's coming back better than ever. Oh. And as a Monique stan, this is what I've been waiting for this yeah. whole time. One more I thing. I felt like so good. I thought Andy's question
0: about like colorism as it pertains to like the way some of the women described, like, Monique and just, like, the like the physical behavior. I thought that was a really interesting conversation um, and one that I feel like we've been, you know, thinking about when discussing this fight and how, like, terms, like, aggressive and... Um, what was the other word they said?
1: Well, Monique had said... No, Wendy was saying... Ferocious. ferocious. ferocious Thank yeah. you.
0: Ferocious and aggressive are just, like, not words. And then Andy, Andy was, like, asking, like questions that I was wondering too like what so what are appropriate words and Wendy was like just use a dictionary like (laughs) I thought that was a really interesting conversation and honestly I never even really knew what colorism was within the black community until Potomac because they used to talk about it a lot.
1: Yeah they used to talk about it a lot and I remember when I was reading um, Gabrielle Union's book it was something that came up a lot and I learned a lot about it and so it was interesting to hear them comment on it and if they feel that it has played a part in the way that the, the women talk about each other and or the viewers right. talk about the women also
0: just really quickly the wendy slither is probably my favorite oh my God, I was, thing from I was the laughing whole season like yeah and honestly it's it's so funny to watch karen do it and then immediately watch wendy do it because literally like the same energy same energy like she literally <laughs> captured it so well like i was crying like, Karen's just so funny. Like, and honestly, it's upsetting that she, like, gets no fucking respect. No, I know. It, it the, the, the Wendy Slither was so funny. And only because, like, Karen did it so well. Like, the way she imitated it. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's, like, the same exact energy. No. And honestly, I would have never thought twice about the way that no. Wendy walked down and, the and, stairs. And,
1: like, I feel like Karen might have not even seen the way she walked down the stairs. Just that she was coming up. But, like, the <laughs> fact that she caught that, it was just so funny. No, it's it's literally like peak comedy. Like, it's yeah. hilarious.
0: Um, so I just can't wait for part two and three. And
1: we're not going to be podcasting, but like, just know. But after part three, I feel like we'll have a recap of everything. So yeah. we'll know where we're at. It's And so what's good. in the binder. Are they going to
0: take a Christmas break? Maybe? Maybe. Okay. Um, and then Real Houses of Atlanta, which I... i'm I'm having like a hard time getting into the groove of because it's such a shift like nini being gone like actually left like a seismic is that the right word Mm -hmm. it depends what you're gonna say whole shift whole like a gap a sizable a sizable like there's an energy shift for sure um and it's just not being made up for with like marlo latoya and drew even though that final conversation with drew and her husband was crazy i'm like damn these people are really like opening up on reality television yeah
1: and on the one hand i'm like it's kind of annoying when a couple goes on tv to fight or get divorced but i don't feel like that's where they're headed i think this is just their relationship same and it's just really interesting and honest i agree normally i hate that shit so it was like it got it was super real. personal, and then uh, by the end, I was just like sad.
0: Yeah, and the cameras—like that was just crazy. Yeah, but yeah. I
1: actually like Drew. I feel
0: like Latoya was being really like unnecessarily mean to her, and L- Drew is a full housewife. Latoya, I believe, is just a friend of, and to me, it's just like so clear. Latoya is like bending
1: over backwards to get on a full-time cast member rotation. Yeah, she's obviously like on a trial period. Yeah, and it could go either way. I think she's really cute, but she was just like giving me such bad vibes, like just like annoying energy. I feel that. I also feel like when there's like two new people and then they start fighting, but it's like everyone else around them is like a vet. It just felt like a season one sort of motif. It honestly felt like a season one party. Yeah, um, all the girls are getting to know each other and someone said something about their relationship that you can poke fun at. Oh my God, I've been getting like such crazy nosebleeds. And I literally... Is my nose bleeding? I heard you've been getting crazy nose jobs. I know. Um, No, but like I'm smelling blood in my nose, but... I don't see anything. No, I'm just being dramatic. It doesn't mean it's not there.
0: So, um... Yeah, honestly, what I find most interesting about Real Houses of Atlanta is their homes. Like, I'm obsessed with Cynthia's like, house. Like Bailey, yeah. And you know who like actually, for so many seasons in Atlanta, it was like this huge conversation, like everyone naming their homes, like who could build a nicer home? Chateau Chiray. I love the More idea of naming their home. Yeah, but it's like they all used to come at each other being like, you have no money, like, and, and everyone came for Kenya when like her home literally popped up out of nowhere. She built it in like a day. And honestly, it really has stood the test of time. It's really very well done. Yeah. But, on, like, whatever happened to Chateau
1: Charest? I don't know. But I like how like they finished, all named their homes. Yeah. La, by the way, Lake Bailey is, like, so nice. It's the place to be. Yeah. And uh, La- LaToya being like, it's a river. No. And, yeah, and, like, her insistence on river. I'm just like, no, it's a lake. Like, it's not that you're not going to insult Cynthia. Yeah. Um,
0: but to be honest, I felt like when they were all at the um, wine tasting party and Marlo got up to get more wine with LaToya, I feel like she literally gave LaToya, like, the best piece of advice. The, and, and LaToya didn't hear it. No. And I feel like... Marlo really summed up what it is about Kenya that like makes her so toxic and it's so true like she cozies up to you learns things about you and then will use it again I I always have felt that she has some weird information on Cynthia because Cynthia is such a good friend to her for like no reason and Cynthia's friendship with Nini was like a huge problem like I just I've always felt that like there's just something off about Kenya and I can't put my finger on it and in two seconds
1: Marlo completely uh illustrated what it is right but when she said it and from what we got of Latoya's reaction I don't think she heard her because she was like oh so I shouldn't take advice from her no No, that's not it at all you should just like have your guard up and just keep some things to yourself and I don't think
0: she got it even though I do feel what you were saying last week there is like a little shift in the way I feel about Kenya I do think she's more um humbled 100% and she's like I think a lot of people are confused about, like, why she's, like, being so carefree with Latoya. But I kind of understand that, like, when you meet someone who just, like, changes your vibe. Like, I don't think there's anything weird about that. I'm just so cautious of of Kenya. Like, she, sure, for sure. she's just, she's not who
1: she says she is. Like, and I really believe that. Okay. No, I, I hear what you're saying. And I also feel like she, Latoya's in the exact same situation that she's in, like, separated and just, like, it's nice to have a friend. It's nice to, to have, have a, a friend. friend.
0: Yeah. Um, so honestly, nothing has been really happening. I feel like there's this like big blow up moment, which is the bachelorette party. And I you feel like the, the stage is being set. Yeah. Um, but I actually thought it was like crazy seeing Riley uh, graduate from college. And that's like a thing with housewife. Um kids is like you really can tell how long you've been watching the show Mm -hmm. like I remember Avery Singer in middle school you know what I mean and I remember Riley when she was so young and like reconnecting with her dad like it's actually just like a true testament because like the housewives get so much plastic surgery they all look the same like since season one and it's just crazy like when you see housewife kids like all grown up especially ones that like started filming when they were at like an awkward age like that was Ali Shapiro Um, Avery and Riley and now she's like all grown up going to NYU and like that's just crazy like for me like how long I've been watching Housewives.
1: Yeah totally. I loved she looked so cute at her graduation. Yeah just such a cutie also but candy was like of, m.i.a. from the whole episode um oh yeah but speaking of avery um she posted on her instagram story that she applied to go on the bachelor avery singer applied to go on the bachelor Atre sent or maybe olivia ashley sent it to me and
0: then someone else sent me that on matt james's season there's like a socialite on it and she's cynthia rowley's daughter yeah so now i just feel like what once was like a really embarrassing thing to do with a good payoff is now like becoming like a cool thing to do. Like, go on The Bachelor. Like, Cynthia Rowley? What what the hell do you need to be going on The Bachelorette for?
1: Yeah. No, it's still... it's not to promote your mother's clothing. It always, like, a cool thing to do, but I feel like there were some people, like, a few select people who would not see it that like way. Like, high society. Yeah. yeah. And now, like, society. But we'll see. We'll get to know society her. Society is calling. Society is calling. Pick but out. I think Avery should go on The Bachelorette. I actually think she's bachelor. a good um, contender. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Well... Those are the Housewives recaps that you definitely need to know. You
1: definitely needed to know them.
0: And honestly, I feel like a lot of people who listen to our show, like maybe don't watch Housewives and just like listen recaps for fun. And sometimes people ask us like, how would, there's so many Housewives like, how should I get started? And to be honest, a really easy way to get started is watching Salt Lake City because it's season one and there's only a few episodes. But honestly, so many people I know have really picked up Potomac during quarantine because it has like the fewest amount of seasons. And I think this is the end of the sixth season or fifth. I don't know. Fifth or sixth. Um, And it's just like easy. And it's really, I was like reevaluating everything last night. Like as it stands right now, I would say Potomac and Beverly Hills are my top two. New York
1: is no longer a part of it. Oh, for sure. No, I picked up Potomac in quarantine. It was so much fun to watch. And if you're looking for a place to start, I would say that's an amazing place. Potomac is definitely amongst my top three. I'd have to think like actually, yeah, probably Potomac, Beverly Hills and we'll see about Dallas. Which yeah. Oh, but Salt Lake City. But it's too soon to say it's that's too a favorite. Soon. Yeah. Like
0: you have to have history in order 100%. to get to the top three. But
1: I also love New Jersey when it's on. It depends on the season. Yeah. And same with New York. And same with OC. OC probably is my least favorite of all time, uh, yeah, ever. Of all time. Uh, bring back the Real Housewives of Miami. That's yeah. all I have to say. I just don't understand how Real Housewives of Miami got canceled. Like, what was so bad about it that it like that it got canceled and OC doesn't, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. It doesn't make sense. Because to me,
0: Real Housewives of Miami had the perfect combination of, like, you know, Thirst Monsters, real money. Leah Black had real money. Lisa Hochstein had real money. Thirst Monsters, like, Adrian, was that her name? Who yep. got married and, like, was four hours late to her own wedding. And then they did Joanna that. Joanna Krupa. Oh, Thirst Monster. Then they did that um, live reunion, which was fucking crazy. They recorded the whole thing live. Like, it was really a revolutionary franchise. And it was just, like, randomly canceled. And nothing Larsa was... Larsa was on it. Larsa was on it. Except the only downfall was that woman, Karen, who was a dentist and had... Her name wasn't Karen, it was Karen. And I just never understood why that was her name.
1: That's so funny. When I was going to text you last night, when we were talking about Potomac, I was about to be like, when Karen was like being everything, I'd be like, Karen. Why? <laughs> like, like, just because like of Karen. No, I know. She was, like, literally, she was
0: literally like the worst but then that girl
1: Alexia remember she was great and they all had really nice houses I just don't know like I just want an explanation I want to see like the Q scores as to why that was canceled and other franchises aren't
0: right like I understood why the Real Housewives of DC was canceled
1: Yes. Even though it was excellent when the, that couple like showed up to the White House uninvited. But was did it Bravo catch that or they just like started filming after that had happened and she happened to be that person? No,
0: Bravo caught it. Remember they were like in the limo like holding a fake invitation. Oh my God, stop. I think. I, I just didn't re- watch
1: it. I just saw a clip and Andy was talking
0: about it. Yeah, no, they literally caught it on camera. They pretended they were invited to like some inauguration. Yeah. I don't even know who was president back then. Probably Obama, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like pretended they were invited and they like couldn't get through the they, gates like, of the West Wing. Like, I can't. It was, it, that was like a it sounds like a good show because of that one moment, but it wasn't anything of the sort. No, I, I didn't watch it, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, I just remembered that So if, you, if you're looking for something to do over Christmas break, Potomac and Salt Lake City are a great place to start. And that's our show. Anything you want to say before you wrap? By the way, every time I say before we wrap up, you know what I think of? Um, Motormouth, Maybell and Hairspray. It's time to wrap this mother up.
1: <laughs> Should I start saying Honestly, that? Yeah, it is time, it's time to, to wrap, wrap this mother, mother up. up. No, I have nothing, I have nothing to say. Just, we'll see you tomorrow, everyone. It's a good day.
0: Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennium morning show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We hope you have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.